Well, hi everybody, and welcome to another Speedway podcast. Um, well, the, the Speedway podcasts have been going very well. You'll be pleased to know. And uh, from uh, here, Archant Suffolk uh, in Ipswich, I'm Mike Bacon. And uh, thanks for for you guys who are listening to them because they're so impressed. They want me to do more. I know. I can't believe it myself. So everyone at uh, Archant is really pleased with these podcasts. So thank you for for listening. We've had some great people so far, of course. Um, and if you want to check out all the podcasts, they're all there. You can see um, and just take one in and, and enjoy it. And as I said, thanks for your support. Well. We've had all sorts of riders in the podcast so far, from world champions and British Un-21 champions and golden helmet winners and, and people from years gone by, people who are currently still riding. And we've gone, we're going right back to the start of Speedway's career of this young man. Um, he's won a title or two already, even at his young age, but at just 17 years old, um, he's got people's heads turning already. Um, he began his career, like so many, in the motocross circuits. Um, I believe he rode for Norfolk and Suffolk Junior Motorcycle Club, uh, was soon winning races. By the time he was 11, he was Eastern Centre Champion, Norfolk and Suffolk Champion. He's nodding his head, so I must be getting something right at the end of 2015. Started a little dabble in Speedway um, and made his debut in April 2016 in a Young Lions 250cc British Championship, I think, on the show, something like that. He's not looking so confident I'm getting it right now, but I think I'm doing quite well. Anyway, he's made great progress, especially with the Mildred Wolfen Tigers in 2017, where he literally burst onto the scene. Um, in the two years since, he's been crowned British 500cc champion 2017 and the British under-19 champion last year. Fantastic, as well as winning trophies with his club sides, Mildred Hall and Kent, and, of course, he was part of the GB World Under-21 team, who are runners-up. Silver medal, we don't talk about silver medals, though. Um, he's just back from riding two months down under in Oz, riding for Great Britain with, among others, Ty Woofenden. Um, God, this is going on and on. Many say he's got the Speedway World at his feet. He'll probably say, no, I haven't, a long way to go. Maybe. He comes from Suffolk. He lives just outside Ipswich. It's Drew Kemp. Drew, lovely to see you here. Um, God, that's a, that's a, that is as long an introduction as Mark Lawrence. To be honest, what do you think of that? Is yeah, it's just, uh, you know quite impressive when you think about it, and um, you know obviously being in Speedway for a few years is quite an impressive CV already. It is good, isn't it? Did I get that right about Eastern Centre Championship and Norfolk and Suffolk stuff? And that, is that, yeah, is that, yeah. That's motocross. One name a few times. Was motocross. So, uh, yeah, I was also obviously racing nationals at motocross, so that was sort of club level, but um, you know not as good as what I was at as I am now at Speedway. Oh. So uh, yeah, no, it's good. That's terrific. Well, I think it, well, Drew looks great. To, great to speak. As I said, the spot, the podcast we've had, we'd have ex world champions like Mark Lorem, ex you know world under twenty one champions Chris Louis, with Jeremy Dongster, who's won two golden helps. And you're we are right at the other end of the spectrum. You're now starting out on this speedway career. Um, I mean, just chuck a few names in there that I have. Wow, wouldn't mind achieving a few of a few of those things, would you, Drew? Definitely not. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Okay. So let's look at. You'll be riding for Eastbourne in 2020. Um, we'll start there first. So, go on then. How did that come about, apart from a phone call? It's a well, bit, really. Well, obviously, last year when I, um, I actually first, well, you know, when I first sort of started riding um, the National League when I was 15, um, you know, obviously I had a few meetings for Eastbourne. And um, so I was sort of known around Eastbourne then. And yeah, so I sort of got, got my standard, what I need to be racing the National League with them. And, Race for Mildenau as well at the same time, and you know I felt as I was coming, becoming a better rider from riding around a track like that. And um, last year when I got dropped around, dropped by Sheffield initially, they uh, they rang me up asking me to ride for them, but um, I didn't really want to want to take it because um, 
I want to be a reserve. Obviously, he's going to go in at number yeah, two again. Struggled all year with Sheffield being at number two. So you're going to go um, if you'd gone respawn, you'd have been number two as well. Yeah. So I didn't take that, um, but you know, I said to him, you know, keep me in mind for yeah. next year. And yeah, they rang sort of at the end of last year, and here we are in this yeah. where we are now. Another little track. I mean, you're, you're, you're Mildenhall, of course. Was, we'll talk about that a little later. But another, another Eastbourne, another small track. Are you, you know, are you preference to either track? So I sort of so. Do you just like? Well, you know, the big tracks are my sort of preference, and that's right. You know, why I've gone to Eastbourne. That's why you ride little tracks. Yeah. Well, well, why not? Because I spent a whole year last year at Sheffield, a big track, and they're the sort of tracks that I know I can ride, and you know, I enjoy the most. And Eastbourne, it's not that I don't enjoy it, but this. You know, a tough track, and def- I've looked, you know, looked at it in ways it's going to help me become a better rider in the future. And I definitely think that going to Eastbourne this year is uh, the right choice. Well, the thing is, Drew, you're right because I sat and spoke to many riders over here, Scott Nichols, other riders, they, they say they went. I mean, I think Scotty particularly said he went to Peter or somewhere he went because he really didn't get on well there at all. Yeah. So that's the best place to go and 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 make yourself a better rider. I mean, it's you know, anyone can go to the track track you love. Yeah, exactly, and. Yeah, as I say, I just felt as though it would, you know, help me become a better rider. And um, the best riders can ride all tracks. So if I can get to grips around Eastbourne and you know start going fast and winning races around there, then you know next year I can hopefully look to to ride in the foreign tracks and uh, yeah, sort of going up there. And you know that's where my experience on the smaller tracks will help me. I think on the uh, on the bigger tracks and. When I'm older, of course. Exactly. Well, that's great. Yes, when you're older, you see, you make me feel extremely <laughs> old sitting here. I must be honest, but it's fantastic um, to see you, uh, Drew. I mean, it's just nice. Little bit wet. The weather's a little bit decent as well, so hopefully the dry is on its way. For, for We're not far away from the start of the season in a few months' time. Um, let's go back to the early days then, Drew. I mean, you obviously went to, you obviously, <laughs> obviously went to school. Uh, was school, what was school like? Was school, was, was motorbikes already quite a young age? You are quite into motorbikes? Yeah, obviously, I've been riding a motorbike since the age of four, so my whole school life, I was, I was riding a motorbike, so... Um, what do your school friends think? Uh, I didn't really... Depends on, you know, what you call school friends. I had, you know, a few people that, like, occasionally asked how I got on, and I had a few people that, you know, didn't like it all and didn't bother asking me, but um, I know in high school I had, you know, a couple of mates, and uh, one in particular goes to, helped out at Mildenhall, so... Um, you know, I always got on well with him and he always used to ask me how I got on and, you know, every Sunday he always used to see me race around there. So um, that was big, you know, pretty handy. Um, but as I say, like, the rest of them weren't so bothered. And Now look, apart from, you know, apart from, yeah, um, other, other, apart from your yeah, motorsport, yeah, got any other sports? Not football? Really. Are you good at football? Nah, nah. No, 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 good at football. All, all things motorbikes for me. I, I prefer two wheels. Yeah, that's my sort of thing, but... Um, you know, um, I play squash with my dad sometimes oh, do you? for a bit of fitness. Yeah. Yes. Who so, wins? Uh, uh, well, we'll say I do for the, for the sake of this. <laughs> for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not uh, here to defend himself, mind nah, you. Nah. Well, I've won it once. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're still learning. You know, it's all good fitness to to do it with with my dad. So um, yeah, definitely. Motorbikes is my sort of yeah. thing. And you actually dabbled, and I know this, I did. I actually did this sport very, um, not very successfully, but it's a cycle speedway. And I know a lot of the cycle speedway boys because the track here at Great Blake, you live near, in Great Blakenham, um, of course the track just over the road, and, and you had a little dabble at cycle speedway for a while. Yeah, I, I did that as, as another fitness thing, really. It's, you know, I still do train with them sometimes on a Tuesday night, and um, I know a few of us, we go for runs as well on a, on a Tuesday night, so... 
Um, it's definitely something. It's a fitness sport, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a lot harder than what you think yeah, it is. And yeah. When I've raced a couple of times, I've uh, <laughs> I've definitely felt it afterwards. And but you know, my the riding I sort of stopped because. You know, I tend to hurt myself quite a bit. When I was doing that, I hurt myself more doing that. Than what side speedway? Yeah, I yeah. Well, there you go. Crashed quite a bit doing that. So, uh, yeah, the riding I don't do as much now, but you know, definitely the training I do of them's a lot. Training's very good at cycle speedway. I must be honest. It's very. It's, yeah. I, remember, I remember my legs burning many a time uh, racing around cycle speedway tracks. Um, so you're not at school now. You've left school. Fish. No more school. You no. must be devastated. Well, well <laughs> so I can you know, agree with that one, but. Yeah, obviously I left school a couple of years ago, so um, I'm at Poltec now, studying yeah. speedway, so that's pretty handy. Uh, so what? So that's interesting. How did you go on the school boat before we got to Poltec? I mean, how did you... The exams went alright in Poltec, um, did you? <laughs> well, they weren't as good as what they could have been. Okay. I didn't, you know, I should have revised a little bit more and uh, worked a little bit harder, but I just wanted to go out there and ride my bike. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not as good as what I should have done, but I passed maths. Well. There you go, Matt. So you'll have no problems with contracts in the years to come. You'll get out work out, make sure, make sure the finances are up to date while they're paying you through. Well, yeah, we'll see about that one. <laughs> then you mentioned Paul Tech. So you pull so Paul Tech, tell us a little bit about that because it's obviously, you know, it's uh, Ollie Allen and oh, yeah. is involved with that. Yeah. Um, and and so it's not just the racing, so there's a study side of it as well. What what yeah. what's, the, what's the learning side of it? It's sort of study all things, speedway really, yeah. what we need to do. Um, you know, we've had um figure out what's the best deals for flights and um you know a lot of fitness involved with it and and engineering so it's not you know where you think you just go there and ride three days and then you know usually we have a, a ride down the last day so um it was really good we learn a lot and uh, yeah obviously ollie's a big help to us and uh, him being obviously the team manager now for great britain is also a big help um so yeah no it's really good i enjoy it and yeah, I'd obviously recommend to anyone who's doing speedway and obviously leaving school to, to go there. Because you, yeah. you speak to, again, I speak to a lot of um, riders, fortunately, through things like this, and, and people like Chris Lute will tell you, you know, it's how you are off track, as important as on track, you know, especially these days, the professionalism involved in the sport is getting, there are a lot more professional riders out there, you know, so you've got to be on the ball. Yeah, of course, and um, most races I won in the workshop, as you'd ask a lot of people, so to learn that, a lot about that stuff is uh, yeah a really big help. Yeah, fantastic. So who else is with you on the Paul Tech scheme? What roughly? Um, there's a few riders on. Yeah, there? there's quite a few riders on there. You know, you got people like Tom Brennan and Jason Edwards and Dan Jilks. Uh, all the sort of boys coming up my age who are you know coming through the ranks. So get on well with them all. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. I get on with them all. So there's quite a few of us wanting to you know fighting for that under twenty one team yeah. place. So. Um, yeah, we've got a bit of rivalry on the track, but when you're off the track, you can relax a little bit and yeah, yeah. have a good laugh. Yeah, sounds good, the old Porto. I think it's a good thing. It's come up, come along in the last few years. Well done to Ollie Allen and everyone there. That's um, it's good stuff. Um, so right, uh, so you're not at school, right? We're sitting here now, you know, in in in, in winterish. Um, so do, what? So what's obviously during the season? You're busy, busy, busy. What are you doing at the moment? Then what? How, are you just searching around, looking around, and <laughs> try to find sponsors or? Well, yeah, that's obviously a, a big thing that I'm doing. Uh, my bikes is also a lot of, you know, her main thing that I'm doing. I go over to my granddad's and, you know, I could spend all day working in the workshop just looking at my bikes and, and How many bikes have you got? Uh, I've got a couple from my sponsoring Complete Car Services this mm-hmm. year. So, um, you know, I've got another 
couple at home which I need to sort out. Mm. One, I need to sort out a practice bike to, to ride in these money tracks, so I don't want to particularly get my new ones mm. wrecked just yet. So, yeah, I've got a, a couple of new ones from Glenn. Um, and, yeah, a lot of fitness, really. Glenn. Yeah, he's at, he's my sponsor at Complete Car Service. Okay, so. must give him a proper plug, Drew. If he's yeah, so yeah well, Glenn, yeah. He's a, he's a massive help to me, and, <laughs> you know, he's probably my main sponsor. So, um, yeah, he's, what he's done for me is, is massive, really. I can't thank him any more than... How, how do you find done. sponsorship? Because it is, it is the holy grail, isn't it? I mean, if you can get people who will sponsor, help sponsor, because it's not a money-mad sport, you know, you, you can make decent amounts of it if you're good enough, of course you can, but... You need those sponsor stuff. Are you learning that at Paul? Are you learning that sort of stuff at Paul Tech or, yeah. or just yeah? Yeah, that's another thing we learn at Paul Tech. But luckily for me, I have uh, Barry Cross who does all my uh, sponsorship brochures and calendars. So um, when he produces one, then for me it's you know it's unreal. You could some people would pay loads for that. So for him to do that for me is is great, and I can just you know send that off, write a sponsorship letter to to go with it, and send it off, and yeah. I uh, sponsors aren't too hard to come by if you've got mm. something professional to hand them and yeah that's right you've got something good to hand to yeah. them which goes me takes me on to a rather we, we, I've got this I've got a whole list of questions here Drew and I'm going to completely the wrong order but I'm going to so I'm going to ch- chop and change as I go along to be honest um, 118 your online shop 118 I mean that's shop 118, shop 118. Yeah. but before I start why 118 oh, I know that's number it. Ah, it's your nut. Ah. 11th of August. So that's how you came at 118, you see? Yeah. Well, I'm always fascinated by all these. They always pick clubs, please have these numbers, and I always think, well, why have you chosen 586? But 118 is that. Yeah, well, originally when I raced motocross, it was uh, number 11 for the 11th of August, but when I first went into Speedway, it couldn't be number 11, so. Who's number I, 11, do you know? I'm not too sure why, cause, oh, oh. Um, but it doesn't matter to me no. now. I'm one and eight now, yeah. But yeah, eleven August, so uh, yeah, yeah it works out for me. Yeah, one one eight's good. I like it. I thought, yeah. I thought it might be one one eight one one eight, which of course is the phone. <laughs> I thought that's good. But no, always, we, no one one eight. That's great. Now we know why. Which yeah. is why it's one one eight. Here we go. And you got that online shop, of course. Yeah, very professional, Drew. If you don't mind me saying, if anyone hasn't seen it, I had a look at it today before I came over here, and uh, a very good young man. I mean, that is you must be very proud of that. It's yeah, definitely. That's another thing that helps me out loads and. Again, my sponsor Barry Cross has produced that for me, so um, everything he does is professional. It's, you know, like I said, people would pay thousands and mm. for that, so for him to do that for me is just unreal, really. Mm. That's fantastic. You get good people interact with it? I'm not too sure. I'm not the one who uh, sorts out the orders, so. But you're um, getting some, so I mean, Barry, obviously, yeah, it must yeah. be, yeah. Yeah, I think so. The, the books and the calendars are a big seller on there, I think, so. Yeah, if anybody wants any merchandise, yes, all right, Drew. Don't start. Don't start. Yes, I know. Don't start advertising it here. I've given it enough plugs. Thank you. If anyone merchandise one one eight, no, it's very good. Seriously, it's yeah. very good. I'm very, very impressed. So that's where you're up to. We'll talk a bit more about the way things are right now. But let's go back to um, let's go back to where you start. I mean, where did you first watch Speedway? Ipswich, I suppose. Did you first go and watch? Yeah, uh, two thousand eight, I think it was. So two thousand eight. Yeah, right. Uh, Twelve years now, wasn't it? Yeah. So uh, I was pretty young when I when I first yeah. went to that, but didn't think anything of it. Just because you were riding motocross, I suppose, at the time, so that was just... Yeah, well, well, 12 years ago, I would have been five, so yeah, I'd have only yeah. just started doing, uh, riding my motocross bike, really, so, yeah, when I went, that was a time of, you know, Chris Louie and Kim Janssen and, you know, all those, so, 
quite a few years ago now when you think about no, it. No, don't say that. Don't say Chris Louis quite a few years ago. You can't oh. say that same sentence. I know, I know oh, what you mean, but, know. but I do know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, but who were so who are your early heroes? I, mean, I suppose Chris obviously was one of them. But I mean, who were riders you looked at? Who riders you remember? Because we all had riders we have as favourites and stuff. Did you have any fans or do you just not? Like... Not really. I wasn't really a big Speedway follower up until when I first started doing Speedway. So I didn't really know anyone in Speedway. I didn't really look up to anyone. But obviously you got the... Chris Louie, who was who was big then, so as far as I can say, he was the main one. But mm. uh, as I say, I haven't really until I started following Speedway and, and Ryan Speedway in, in twenty fifteen. I didn't particularly know anyone at all, really. Mm. You were just doing a lot of motocross at the time, of course. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah motocross was, So that's what your weekends yeah. were taken up with, were they? Your throughout yeah, your young, just as just your... as busy as what I was now. Yeah, which is what I am now. So. I mean, um, your, your, parent, your parents and family are massive on this sort of thing, aren't they? The help they've given you to get to this stage. Yeah, well, I've been racing since the age of yeah. six. and So that's 11 years now I've been racing. And every weekend, my dad and my mum and my sister, we've all been coming with me and oh. yeah, helping me uh, achieve my ultimate goal. And um, Yeah, it's not always as glamorous as what we thought it no. would be, but you know, we get the job done and... That's the main thing. Yeah, but it's nice. But it is nice to have your family back in. It's it's massively, especially a young lad like yourself, getting involved in sport, and that's nice. Your parents are so. So do they? Do they love you racing? Do they love you racing? Yeah, they. Yeah. It's all, It's a whole family thing, and mm. as I say, motorbikes have been our whole life. So mm. yeah, uh, anything else would just be be different. Because your granddad was right, didn't he? Yeah, my granddad rode uh, scrambling back in the sixties. Scrambling. So. Now there's a word. Scrambling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, I've got him to thank for. Uh, all this, uh, all these motorbikes. So I'm not sure my mum would thank him, but <laughs> but no, we definitely enjoy it. And yeah, like I said, my granddad's the, the main one I got thanked for uh, for giving me the opportunity to ride a motorbike. Really. Yeah. Well, your granddad contacted me two or three years ago, just saying you do about this young lad Drew Kemp. I should be doing an interview with. I, with all due respect, I hadn't really heard of you, but he's absolutely right. And it's nice to be with you now. And I hope you enjoyed listening to the uh, the Speedway podcast. We're here with Drew Kemp, um, a young. Young boys, British under 19 champion, so uh, fantastic. He's already won a British title already in Speedway, and um, he's uh, hopefully heading up the heading up the Speedway charts, and so it's great fun. So a lot more now to come from from Drew. Um, now, when you really got racing, your first main season, of course, was Mildenhall. Um, <laughs> I remember going to watch you. To do, I actually did a meeting. I think it was your 21 point maximum, if I remember. It's the first one you got, and I remember thinking. Earth is this lad? You know, you're flying around there. You had a hell of a season at Villanoil. I mean, it was. I think you started with about a two point average, and you were number one within like two months. Um, I mean, talk a little bit about that, about going to Villanoil, and how did you feel as the as the points started racking up? Well, I just, you know, I can't really explain it. Really, it was just, you know, a brilliant season, and I come into to that season almost relatively unknown still obviously I had a few meetings um, and, and in 2017 my last meeting I think I got you know 15 plus one or something like that so um, yeah I went into that year and one of my aims was to get number one by the end of the year and as you say a couple of months in I'd already got it and um, everything just went so quickly really my first meeting I got a 15 point max Yala wide the next night got an 18 point max at Plymouth and and yeah the, the race wins sort of come, came flowing and I was feeling good and I think that's why I had such a good year and um, and that obviously helped me as I went into when I turned 16 I, I started riding for Ipswich that definitely helped having mm. you know Mildenhall and scoring all those points there yeah it was a, it was a very good help 
I mean, how how did the rest of the team take to you? Because you know, you know, I, I can tell you're you're not sort of you're not a smart aleck or anything, or it. But I mean, it's it's you're you're very down worth lad. And I mean, with the rest of the team, that must be a great help to you. I mean, because you were only you know just sixteen, weren't you? Or 15, 15, weren't you? 15, of course. Yeah. Well, yeah, the whole team was was brilliant. I just think that's why the team also did so well because everyone got on with each other. No one had any major fallouts. You know, there might have been a few things said after a race. Some might have run some wide or yeah. something like that. But yeah, everyone just got on with each other and. That's definitely why I think Milnall had such a good year and that's why I had such a good year and I think injuries just come at the wrong time. Um, and yeah, yeah they was, did for the team in the end, didn't they? Yeah, you didn't actually win as much as Patrick Shield done Yeah, so we're unbeaten the whole year in, in the actual National League. Mm. So yeah, as I say, injuries come at the wrong time and unfortunately we just come you know, a tad short. Because you had some big influences there, Kevin Jolly I suppose. And yeah. James Easter was yeah, there. Yeah, Kevin and, and uh, we had Rob Henry as well then. So... I haven't been to Milnorn over a year, so it'd be to see. You should go back see. and see them. You, oh yes, they'd love to see you, Drew. Wouldn't yeah, they? well, see, I was racing with course. Sheffield yeah. every Sunday last year, so I didn't get a chance to go up. But uh, I'm hoping to to go up this year and have a look and see what's changed there. Really, yeah, well, nothing much will change in Milnorn. It's a great little place, though. It's a lovely little track, isn't it? Stuck out in the countryside there, fantastic little yeah. racing track. So, but that was what a season that was. I mean, in some ways, was it all? Bit too much, or were you? Did you? Think, wow, I mean, people probably said, "Do you have people coming at you too much, or were you quite relaxed?" No, I was going. On? You know, it was just, it was all fine for me. But I think perhaps that year I had last year didn't do me any favors for this year. Um, I went into this year expecting to do even better than I did last year. What? And, sorry, twenty nineteen. What? At, yeah, at Sheffield. And, yeah. yeah, and so that was you know a massive reality check. I went in and. I wasn't scoring the points that I know I should have been or, or could have been and yeah, just snowballed from there and each meeting got worse and worse and my confidence was so low. Um but I think I've got that sorted now for this year. Um and yeah, as I come to this year of Eastbourne, I'm sure I'll be well away and be scoring the points that I know I can be. I mean, yeah, a little reflection on, on Sheffield because it was a big move. Um, you know, suddenly going up a league and with a big club on a Fast, you know, fast track at Alberton. Um, Danny King was there, of course. Danny's fine. I know Danny was a great help to you because he's supposed I know you've said before he helped you and tried to help you. Um, you had some good people there, son. But so when things were going down, I mean, how did you cope? Because you're only 16. I mean, it must, it's not easy. Did <laughs> you honest, did you? Did you? What happened? I mean, how did you? I didn't cope well at all. No? Nah, I hate losing and I'll admit that now. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I struggled so bad, you know, I... A lot of the time I was so upset with just how I rode and I'd even go to Simon's before a meeting and look at my bikes, go over my bikes and you know I'd still come away from that meeting with one or two points and I'd think, well, what am I doing? Mm. Uh, what am I doing wrong? And I'd practice after meetings and still nothing was going right. And yeah, it's uh, for most people it would have been a easy to, to quit but mm. you know that's not me I don't want to no, no. quit I love doing speedways so um, yeah the incentive was to keep going and which I did but unfortunately Sheffield dropped me which also made it you know my confidence go even worse and mm. for the playoffs with Kent my scores are terrible I couldn't couldn't ride to save my life and Leicester was also tough and yeah it just as I say it just snowballed and yeah each meeting got worse and worse and because i kept getting so upset and it, it was not a good year at all no. but as I say 
next year, this year's a new year, and uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be good. You probably learned as much last year as you did when you were for Milner scoring all those points in a, yeah. di- in a completely different yeah. way. Uh, I work with a psychologist now, Nino Severino. Yeah. So he uh, he tells me you got to, you know, you often learn more losing than you actually do from winning. So that was hard to see a lot this year. But I'm as I say this year, I'm sure um, we'll definitely see uh, see a different Drew, and I'm sure I'll be scoring those points that I know can be. That's interesting. You said psychologist. We know Nino Severino because he writes yeah. these things at any time, so we yeah. know Nino well. Um, I mean, so you tell us a little bit of working with him then. I mean, what, what, why, what, how did that come about? Why did you decide to? Because you know, again, you go back twenty years, no, no young lad of thought right. to speak to a psychologist about. But it, it's a little bit more than not as the norm, but people are thinking a bit more that way, and you obviously think about it already. Yeah. Well, last uh, twenty eighteen when I won the Suffolk Sports Personality of the Year. Um, Nina was actually there because uh, Elena had a had an award there, so he was up on the stage and giving a talk. And in that, because he was uh, married to Elena Baltacci, yeah. unfortunately, he's passed away a few years ago. The wonderful tennis player. Yeah, she. Um, they she had, had a foundation award, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. So um, even in that two minutes that he was talking and explaining things, it was amazing what he was saying. Mm. It's hard to believe, you know, what he was actually saying and. Um, didn't really think anything of it until this year where, as I say, my scores are going downhill and I think Glasgow really topped it off. Where What, last season? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I scored one point and I was so upset and, yeah, we got on the phone to Nino and asked if he'd be able to, to help me out and, yeah, still started working with him and, yeah, he's helped me out loads, I think. He's, what's he uh, done, mainly? Just, what's, the, what's the one main thing? Just helping me with my head, really, just... Yeah. Helping me see things differently, that's the main thing. You've got a it speedway is very much a, a time game. Some people develop quicker than others and yeah, that's what he's been telling me. It's I'm not always gonna win a race and I'm this might not even happen in, you know, two years, it might be a, a ten year thing. Um so yeah, that's that's mainly the way the thing that we've been doing to, to see things in a different way. Hello, have, have you seen him much? Do you see him regularly or yeah, time? well, before Australia, I've seen him every other week, so mm. I need to, to sort out our time mm. to see him again next week. And I've been in Australia, but I've been in contact with him, so um, yeah, I'll definitely organise something to go well, see him again soon. Well, that's very interesting, Drew. You know, like I said, like years ago, that had been, well, never been thought about, so well done for you. I mean, and then people can come at you from different angles and help. That's great. So, um, um, so right, so that was, so last season was a little bit, we've mentioned, reflected a bit, it wasn't quite so disastrous. So you won the 2019 British Championship. I mean, yeah. wow, thanks, well done for that. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about that then. Where was, where was that held and what was that all about? Was that it, was at Red, Red Car. Car, wasn't it? Yeah, right. that was at Red Car, so... Um, and you'd come close at Ipswich, hadn't you? The, was it was that yeah. the season before? You fell off, I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah, that very was, well. Uh, that was a tough night as well. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good bit. It was a good ride yeah. there, but I felt for you a little bit that night because I thought you could have, you could be certainly on the rostrum. And, uh, yeah. Well, so anyway, we'll, we'll forget that. We'll move on to red card. Good. Well, yeah. this year I had sort of the opposite year to what I had last year. Last year I had a good domestic season, but individually it wasn't so good. And mm. this year I had a terrible domestic season, and individually it was was really good. So um, yeah, red car was probably one of the best moments of the season because the season I had. Um, this year, it just you know to win that was was even better and um, 
Yeah, I can't and, really explain it reasonably. And did you know Ipswich Speedway that night, because on a Thursday, they were keeping track of your scores over the microphone. Were they? Yes, you didn't know. Oh, yeah, so Kevin Long no. was reading out the, and you say you might, Mike West, I think it was, you might be interested to know. Drew Kemp was unbeaten after four rides. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, see, yeah. so uh, it's good. good yeah, no, that, was a, that was a good night, but it's, those sort of meetings are really stressful, especially coming into the last race, because um, I was unbeaten. There was, well, there was three of us that were unbeaten up until um, our third heat, and I won that. So I was unbeaten, and I had to win my fourth heat to, to actually win the championship. So in the first run of it, I got knocked off, and, you know, I wasn't sure whether the bike was bent or not, so I stayed on the floor a little bit longer to, to let my dad and, and David Wallinger sort the bike out, and, and, yeah, obviously come out and rerun and off gate four and, and managed to win, so... As I said, that was probably one of the best moments of the season to win that. And as I say, especially the year that I had, mm. um, yeah, it was definitely, you know, one of the ultimate things. Cheerful old journey home from Redcar. Yeah, it yeah. was. And um, I think the week before, I just participated in the under-19 Europeans. So, um, yeah, that was also a, a really good meeting as well. Yeah, you went abroad. Yeah, you had a few meetings. So, was it was more than one meet Europeans in the under was it two or Yeah, three? well, I... In I think it was May or April, I, I raced in the under twenty one world, under yeah world under twenty one qualifiers, um, but I didn't qualify for that. So, um, but then the tenth of August, which I remember is oh no it was the ninth of August should I say I remember I raced in Gustro for the under nineteen uh, European semi finals and I won that for fifteen points. Yeah, that's right. So that was really good, and we went to Slovakia on the Sunday, which which was my birthday. Um. And yeah, come away fifth on that. But you know, I I made mistakes, a few mistakes there. I think the pressure got to me a little bit and messed my first two rides up. Then I finished off a win, a second, then a win. So um, I know for this year what I can do. And yeah, I'll definitely be going for that. Do you think you cope with pressure better as you as you? I mean, as I say, as you're getting older, you are getting older. But you know what I mean. You're still very young. But you you know, do you feel? just these experiences you're having in big meetings that suddenly you're because you're having to cope with the pressure so you can't get away from it and yeah I've never really been sort of someone that cracks under pressure I think I just end up trying a bit too hard Um, that's definitely something that I I need to learn to do a little bit and I I tense up a little bit and that's when mistakes get made so yeah I wouldn't say pressure's a big problem for me but um, it's definitely you know finding ways to handle certain other things is a yeah, something I need to work on. Exactly. Um, of course, your Ipswich signed you as their club yeah. asset when you were 16. Yeah. On your 16th birthday? So it must have been August the 11th. Something no. around then, I think. <laughs> I'm not see, too I'm sure. I'll go back to 118 again. You see, that's what I remember. But I mean, you've signed, that must be a bit of a dream come true. I mean, I know you're not riding for them yet because you're on, out on loan at other clubs, but Ipswich could have your first call come the time. Is that your ambition? Ride yeah. for Ipswich full time? Yeah, obviously. Number one on your back? Yeah. All that sort of stuff? Yeah, that's always the, the main aim. There's been several club legends throughout the years. You know, you've got Tony Rickards and people like that, six times world champion, Thomas Golub, um, and obviously people like Chris Lewis. So, um, JL was quite good as well, his dad. Yeah. You never saw him. Oh, well, no, I didn't, no, I didn't <laughs> see him. So, uh, But yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely some good riders yeah. riding for Ipswich. Exactly. So to ride for them one day is, uh, well, to even be... You know, being asset of them is sort of a dream come true, and um, yeah, even because you pop up to Foxall when you can, don't you? I've seen yeah, you yeah. Well, time. hopefully, I'll have more time this year with only having one league. Mm. Um, so that's obviously my ultimate goal to be riding for them one day, and um, yeah, 
I feel though feel as though that's a track where I can definitely get better and uh, and learn more. Excellent. Well, like I say, we're, we're half an hour in, Drew. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? See, it you, is. you said to me before, oh, God, can I talk for an hour? Well, you're doing very nicely. You're talking just 32 minutes. We haven't even... We, we're still when you started your career or anything. I've found out yeah. what pizzas you like or anything. There's so much to find out. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you've just come back from Down Under in Australia, of course. Um, you know, which you've been over for six, seven weeks. Who did you, who'd you go over with for a start? Did you just go over on your Todd? Was it as a group? Was it a Great Britain team? There was a, there was a few of us that went yeah. over there. I went. I flew to Dubai on my own and then... Uh, in Dubai, I met up with Leon Flint and Jack Smith. So we were out there for four weeks on our own, and then Jason Edwards come over. And, and well, how did those four weeks on your own go? Was it all right? Yeah, it weren't too bad. I had Christmas over there, so yeah. that was a new experience for me. And um, it was hard. Definitely, the first week was probably the hardest week. But you know, as I got my bearings a little bit, I it was all good. Um, and yeah, I was with my mates. It, it weren't too bad. It's just I didn't have a license, so I can got sort of get around as much as I wanted to. But mm. I found a way, and I, I did it. So um, yeah, and, and of course you had some meetings for Great Britain. You rode, you rode with Ty Woffington. Yeah. Were you at number one and two together? Or yeah, Ty was number one. I was number two. So I had quite a few races with Ty. And did your team write to help helped him around a couple of times? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was I was often following him, trying to keep up with him. So, um, but what was that like? I mean, it must have been great. Riding. Yeah, nah, definitely to ride. Not everyone rides a three times world champion, do they? So uh, to be on the same track as him is, you know, was great. And um, even racing against him, I raced against him a few times in the Rob Wolfenden um, and in a couple of the Motorplex meetings. So um, got to yeah. know him a little bit. Yeah, know. yeah. The people I was staying with, Marshall, uh, Marshall McDermott and, and Melissa, they're really good friends of him. So I saw him quite a bit. And mm. uh, the last night I was in Australia, I went out for a meal of all of them. So. Um, yeah, definitely got to know Ty quite a bit and uh, cleaned his bike a couple of times. So, uh, <laughs> cleaned his bike, did you? That's very, yeah. very kind, kind of it, let you do that. Well, yeah, <laughs> so uh, I took a few photos of his bikes now, yeah. so uh, hopefully you won't hear this. And uh, <laughs> So now I know a few uh, tricks that he's got on his bikes. Yeah, so right, so. Well, that's good, good but a great. Uh, well, I was saying that, I mean, Ty would want you to uh, to, to improve and, uh, and, and, and learn something, so that's great that you, you had that. I mean, what was, I mean, of course, a lot of issues going on in Australia while you're over there, the bushfires and stuff on a more serious note. You know, did that, that come into play? Did that affect in any way what, with the racing or not really? Well, yeah. we were we obviously the bush bark fires are more um, sort of Adelaide, Sydney area, and we're right on the west. Um, oh, was that where you were? Yeah, oh, in right. Perth. Oh, you're so, on the west side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it weren't too bad where we were. I didn't see any at all. I might have, you know, seen a couple, but. Mm. Do you get uh, bit? Do you see like, snakes or spiders or stuff? Or I you? actually did see a couple. Yeah, of snakes. you see yeah. there. You see, I don't blame you. So they're a worry, aren't they? <laughs> Oh well, one of the snakes I saw was was dead in the middle of the road, so that weren't too bad. Yeah. And then the other one was was when I went for a run. I was running off the beach, and it started slivering across the road. So what did <laughs> you do? I, I managed uh, to stop in time and took a few steps back, but it, it went back into the bush. So yeah. it weren't too bad. I uh, definitely looked out for some more. I didn't want to come across them again. And <laughs> going over Ross a few more times, you hope in your career, I dare say. Yeah, I'm only seventeen, and yeah. aren't I? So um, yeah, I'm definitely. Planning to go out there a few more times, and I just how 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 were the how were the tracks out there? Did you there's some big ones, there's small ones, there's all sorts of shapes and sizes in Australia. What were they mainly like? When yeah, there were there were some weird ones for mm. sure. Motorplex is definitely a weird one. There's a 550 meter car track around the outside, and right. then the speedo track in the middle. So there's no fence on that one. So if you mess up, you're going on the car track, yeah. which is a bit weird, and um, you got the really small 
Pinchar track, which is 150 metres, which is... Tiny. Yeah, nothing like I've ridden before. And then you've got the 330 metre one, which is sort of the more track that I'm accustomed to. I've ridden a few of those. and um, So, yeah, I wasn't too bad on that one. But, yeah, they were really nice tracks, nice prepared. They weren't, you know, you knew what you were going to get. They weren't overly grippy and they weren't too slick. So, um, yeah, there was a, you know, a fine line between them both. And, yeah, really enjoyed it. And you rode, um, you rode Jason Crump? Um, legend that it's Jason Crump of course I know you were okay you won't remember seeing him ride no. or something but I mean you beat him and uh, must be a fantastic did you, speak, did you meet Jason at all because he's a fantastic legend yeah moment, I spoke to Jason yeah. a couple of times so that was great to, to speak to him and yeah, yeah I did to obviously beat him is, mm. is good um, I know he's not old but he's you know, I know he's in his more senior years yeah. of racing yes I know yeah, being so, very diplomatic and he, and he had been in the cast for a few weeks but uh, <laughs> a win is a win at the end of the yeah, day exactly that, that's how he would sit when he was your age well, don't worry exactly so uh, to be a three times world champion however old he is is yeah, a great achievement really. well you rode some great riders over there which is a great experience for you and um, well done on that um, no, we'll just go, there's a couple of on the spot little questions here I mean, I'm just going to just going to I just find, get to know you a little bit, basically. I mean, we're like we're a long way into this already, Drew. Is the pain is almost over? I mean, you haven't got another twenty That's minutes. Good. You're going That's good. It's good. Um, right. Favorite other sport? You must have another. You know, something you watch on telly, a sport you really love. Just motocross. Just motocross. Well, I suppose it does. I knew yeah. all speed riders say motocross or supercross or. Yeah, nah. Yeah, well, speedway's definitely. Uh, I can positively say the number one, and yeah, yeah I'd say motocross is, is not too far behind. As I say, anything with two wheels. See, is Danny like, King likes darts. So does Rich. Yeah, Rich York and Danny yeah, likes darts. I'm surprised he didn't say golf, to be honest. Well, they like a bit of golf as well. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. see, But anyway, so that's that. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> WhatsApp, Instagram, Snapchat. Where, where are we? What, what's your, what's All your of them. All of them, yeah. Yeah, Instagram and, and Snapchat are a big one for me. Oh, yeah. Facebook and... Mm. Facebook's getting a bit old now and a bit is boring. It? So, oh, is it? Uh, yeah. I think you'll have to, have to help me with my... Uh, if anyone wants what's... to follow me on Instagram, then they can, you know. Yeah, all right. Drew, thank you. I think there's enough publicity without you giving yourself more publicity. Um, you have to help me with my WhatsApp, by the way, after the end of this. I'm all right. all sorts of trouble. Um, yeah, right. Storms or Ed Sheeran, or neither? Um, no, I'm not really a big... F- I'll say Ed Sheeran, because he's local. Mm. Music, are you a music man? You like music, a bit of music? Yeah, I do. I'm not... I'm not there sort of... No, what's, your, what's your, sort of your sort? Do you ever... Just the modern day, you know, music... The weekend's got quite a good new song out. I like that one. Have they? I've never heard of them. They're oh, good, he. are they? Yeah, no, he's good. Oh, he. Sorry, yeah, yeah he. You yeah. call him the weekend. The weekend, yeah, that's what he's called. So. Oh, he's a name. His name's actually the weekend. Yeah, that's a name. We- yeah, not John so. or anything or John. No, weekend, no, no, wait, I don't. No, I don't know what his actual name is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's my sort of music. Isn't it great the different genres of age between <laughs> us? Uh, films, in the films, particularly any great any films you're into? Do you get a chance to watch on Netflix stuff? What do you watch? Oh yeah, I watch watch a few on Netflix. I'm not a really big film person, um, but I watch a few series. Hmm. Well, one I have watched recently is This Country, which is pretty funny. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In between us, that's not too bad yeah, as well. In between us, yeah, of course. What's the other one that was talking? I can't remember the other one I was watching. But it's good. Yeah, like it's good. Oh, Big Mouth. That's the one I've been big watching. Big Mouth. Yeah, Big yeah, Mouth. Okay. So I don't know. Anything. That's on Netflix. Excellent. I yeah. have to look out for that then. I think. Yeah. Pizza topping. Now you must have a favourite pizza topping. If you had a pizza, what would you go for? See, I don't eat pizzas. You don't eat pizzas? Nah, nah. Why is that? Why? I'm a health health man now. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm impressed. Well, I'm very impressed. I have pizza the, in ages. Goodness me. I, I, I do these podcasts with footballers, players, all sorts. You're the oh, first yeah. person who says I don't like pizzas. That's oh, what? Well, well, I, I didn't say I didn't like ah, them. You're, you're... I just said I choose not to eat them. Excellent. So my next question of Mackie D or KFC is not really a... Is it? 
Oh, uh, there's a weak point here, surely. Nah, well, I mean, if I, <laughs> if I had to choose one, it'd obviously have to be KFC. Yeah. Uh, that's the slightly, not the healthier one, but that's the slightly better one. For so you talk about, health, joking apart, you talk about healthy food stuff. So, I mean, not to think about veganism and all this sort of stuff. Do you look at food and how what you eat is plant-based food and a lot of that is in athletes. But what, why... What what makes what would you consider then healthier food to eat? What would you try and stay away from if you can? That type of thing like pizza. Yeah, it's sort of like the you know the burgers and, and things like that. So as I say, I had some soup to yes, <laughs> soup yeah. before you come here. Yeah, so. she did have some soup. You didn't say me anyway. Yeah. No, she had some soup. But nah, so what about was... drink? You don't drop to your seventeen, so you can't drink. So that's a you wouldn't drink anyway. But nah, I wouldn't drink. Good I wouldn't touch that. Uh, cup of tea. I drink lots mm. of cups of tea. Don't Again, go it's seriously, we're coming back to pool tech. Was that something would diet be something they talked to you about? Must yeah, do. yeah, that's that's Must definitely do. one of the big things that yeah. we learned. So as a speedway rider you need to be as healthy as what you can be, so you don't realise what a big difference that makes to you. So um yeah, that's definitely something that we learn and, and crack down on. But I've been on sort of my um nutritional plan for a couple of years now, so I sort of know what to to plan and what to eat and I'm still learning it, but yeah, definitely something that I've, I'm stronger on rather than weaker on. Because there was um, a program called Game Changer. I don't know if you've heard it or seen it. No, you no, want to no, try yeah. and find it. It's on Netflix. It's very interesting about sportsmen and plant-based foods and stuff. And yes, Game oh. Changer, it's called. I'll, I'll let you find that on Netflix and, uh, and anything else. So, it's about... Um, yes, it's excellent. One, one little thing we'll just talk about. Uh, you, you did a diary in 2018, did you? Called uh, diary of a Speedway Kid, which I think is a great name. I wish I thought it was excellent. <laughs> well done. Um, uh, honest and entertaining insight into your experiences throughout the first full season. It was that when you were at Millwall. Yeah. So, yeah. For, so you did a diary. Yeah. So And not only you've done a diary, you've also done a calendar, haven't you? For yeah, when, quite a few calendars. Quite a few calendars. I mean, do you enjoy doing all sort of stuff away from actual racing? Yeah, again, it's under my sponsor, Barry. Mm. I worked with Barry. Um, you got what's his surname, Barry? Barry Cross. Barry Cross, yeah. So, but he's obviously encouraging you to do this, and it's, it's yeah. Well, that diary is is basically my words. Um, the whole year, we were ringing each other up pretty much every single night, and there were often over an hour conversations. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we'd just speak about the year and and what I'd done in this meeting and what I've been doing during the day and yeah we just built it up to, to create a book and selling quite well I've had to order really I think all Excellent. the all the stock that we had originally sold out so um, you could still get Dara for Speedway Kid I suppose you want me to promote that as well do you yeah, yeah. well ah. if uh, I'll be at the um, celebration of Speedway at Paradise Wildlife Park on the 23rd of February so I'll have a few books and calendars then so uh, you don't miss a trick I'll give it to you you don't miss a trick well done for you yeah Paradise it's lovely at Paradise Park I've been there yeah. we've been there before yeah no it's great isn't it a couple of times before yeah. so yeah it's really good there absolutely so. all Speedway fans should take a little trip there it's good so you'll be there on the February 23rd yeah I'll really be good. there so um, we'll keep on the on the on the advertising front social media um, you obviously treat it as very important um, yeah it know. can be know really important but then it can have some some negative sides to it can't it so what if someone yeah so so you sent out a tweet oh, i didn't do so well tonight at glasgow three points then someone hidden behind it at my says well you're useless drew why don't you give up i mean does or you know i mean because it can happen. i'm sure it does happen that's happened you know you're very young still you cope with that okay yeah to be honest it i mean it can make some people um you know worse but then often it can you know have a positive impact on you and if I see um, comments like that, I often screenshot them, and then it makes it even better when I've had a good meeting, and you know it makes me more determined to to show them. And 
I've definitely done that a few times and it's it has worked. Uh, but yeah, I don't Twitter's although I'm on Twitter it's not something that I really put loads of things on, so I don't really get too much hate on that. Well not so far. So Well <laughs> I hope people don't start doing it now. I'm sure that I'm sure they won't. I'm sure they won't. But as you say you've got the right you've got the right idea, you just take a free screenshot and play it back at your yeah. leisure after a fifteen point maximum. Exactly, that's that's the way forwards. Um so we're going to Eastbourne in 2020. That's your team um, going forward. I mean, you're, you're with Richard Lawson's riding there, of course, who rode Ipswich last season, I believe, and Louis Kerr. You must know Louis yeah. re- relatively yeah, well. And, of course, Eddie Kennett's a legend round Eastbourne. Yeah. Um, you've been there before, as you say. So you're looking forward to it. What can Eastbourne do this year? They look a reasonably strong side, I think. Yeah, so. no, I think they, they do have a strong side, and I think we have strength and depth, which is what we need. We have good reserves and, you know, a good good top two and, you know, a really good middle order. Really good middle order, should I say? So, do you know where you'll be starting? Do you know you're, you're I'm reserved? reserved to begin with? Okay, um, but I'm hoping this year to, to move into the main body of the team, which is what I wanted to do last year, but I think I moved up too quickly. So, um, yeah, I just think Eastbourne will have a really good season. We'll have to see how we go away, but I think definitely home will have a you know, we can make that into a be a strong club at home, yeah, at home can't you? Eastbourne, I think yeah. so. So, we've got such a big home track advantage there, it can. You know, away tracks can often be almost scared before they come to the track. So, um, yeah, as I say, I think it'll be a good season. And I'm sure, um, you know, we'll all enjoy it. And, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Individually then this year, coming up 2020, Drew, I mean, obviously British Under-19 champion. I suppose you've got at least a couple more years in that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've got two more years. Two more years in that. So what's what's the main goals then? What is, do you start to sit down and think, right, what I'd like to do? Well, I've got quite a few of them to be honest. Good. Um, the main one's probably to to be riding for Ipswich by the end of the year. That's the main goal that I want. And as we were discussing before this, we, you know, it's only going to be hopefully if I have a couple good months in the in the championship, a couple teams will um, look at me in the Premiership and I'm going to sign me. And I'm hoping Ipswich will be one of them. So um, yeah, to be riding for Ipswich to be meant in the main body of the team at Eastbourne, that's another one. Um, I'd like to qualify for the World Under-21s and win the Under-19s again, win the Under-19 Europeans and yeah, the list goes on and on. So um, if you ask me at the end of the year if I completed them, then you know, well, I'm you hoping got... I can list a few off that I did. But that's a lot to, but you've got to have, you've got to have goals. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, I've spoken on this podcast to many people, you know, the marks of Mark Lorimer and Chris and that, who've, who've achieved fantastic goals. Um, the donk, you know, yeah. uh, British, uh, Danny Kim, of course, was British, made his British chat. I know when he was British chat, it was a huge goal he'd achieved. Um, so they're your aims. I mean, you've got to have them, haven't you? You've got yeah. to have them. You've got years ahead and you've got to have them. Yeah, and obviously the ultimate goal is to, to be the Speedway World Champion. So Grand Prix Series, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just being yeah, be... yeah, well, and, uh, obviously that is that is one of the main aims, but to be the World Champion is the ultimate You don't one. want to just be in it. Got, no, no, no I don't want to just be a Grand Prix rider. <laughs> although, although it wouldn't be too bad, but yeah, as I say, to be the World Champion is the main one. That's what I work every day for, and that's what I ride Speedway for. So, um, yeah, you need goals to, to set and... You know, it just makes it even better when you achieve them, doesn't it? Absolutely. So, I mean, you're, you're quite, you're quite, obviously young coming to Speedway. I mean, do a lot, of your, do a lot of your friends go? Nah, no. So, I mean, if I said, no, which is, which I'll, I'll expect that sort of answer. I mean, what would you do to improve Speedway? I mean, how would you, if you were, you know, you're a young man in the sport. I mean, what do you think how they could improve this? And I'm not just talking about paying you more. So I'm talking about in general. Is it, is it? Have you seen different things at different tracks at different areas? 
I think just better coverage really. I think you get the likes of Formula One on on um main TV so yeah. Um I'm not really sure how you would do that, but definitely get, you know, bigger sponsors in, just get, you know, bigger people involved in, in T V more and you just get more people interested and put more money into it and mm. yeah, then you'd see how it goes and yeah, it's hard to explain really because I've only been in Sweden a few mm. years, so I haven't seen how it's changed over the years. Um, but as I said, there's been a few changes that I would do, but I'm not really sure you've how got, you do it. You're a little bit younger, start worrying, but I know yeah. what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I'm sure there's, there's lots of people who've got lots of ideas. I mean, so um, riders you look up to, riders who have done the business then, the riders who, not so much your heroes, but, but people you look at, the riders you look at now, who do you look at now and think, He's terrific, and if I could ride like him, if I could achieve what he's yeah. done. People who are still riding, or, or, or have they just finished? Well, the ultimate one for me, although he's, he's retired for a few years, is Ricardson. You know, he was six he's times world rider, yeah, yeah. road for Ipswich, six yeah. times world champion. So he's been there, done it all, and yeah, that's probably the best. What he's reached the pinnacle of the sport, mm. and you know, it'd be great to do what he's done. And you put me on a put me on the spot now oh, not really because Tony Ricard's on his own is pretty good to be honest I mean <laughs> yeah. he is did you, uh, I mean he rode Ipswich between I think 98 and oh 2000 or 96 2000, I don't know but he, yeah. was, he was a fantastic rider and, yeah um, well you've got my well, if you still, Grand Prix, yeah come on is sorry. Matty Zagar yeah I'm not too sure why but mm. I just think he's a good rider and yeah I, uh, well, that's right. Like the current batch, the ones you look at now, and you think, oh yeah, you know, you know yeah. if you watch a Grand Prix series or if you're watching a, a league, you know, whatever. yeah. Well, you obviously got Ty, haven't you? Mm. Three times world champion. Um, Smarslick, he's only young. He's mm. coming up through the ranks. So yeah, there's a, definitely a few that I would look at now and want to be like. And uh, yeah, you've ridden a bit abroad, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I've ridden a few times. Ever in Poland? Never ridden in Poland. No. So I'm hoping something to get an opportunity to, this yeah. year. Uh, that's where you want to be really to to get that pathway to the GPs. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely hoping to get out of there this year and get a few meetings and hopefully sign for a Polish team next year. Mm. So I mean, you're, you're a speedway rider. That's all you do. That's what you do. Can you imagine what you'd be doing if you were? No, I never really thought about that to be honest. <laughs> um, I hope I've got a few more years before I, I do have to think about Oh, you've got that, plenty so. more years to worry before you go, yeah. I just wonder if you're at young age, you think, so, oh, God, I suppose <laughs> some of your friends could have done this, that or the other and you're on nah. the speedway, but... No, nah, I wouldn't want to want to think about it any other way, so I'm hoping to make loads of money out of speedway, so I have to think about what I'm doing afterwards then. Just Amazing. buy a few houses and then... Buy a few houses? Oh, you go, we're going <laughs> on, oh, entrepreneurial, I don't... Like, yes, that's right, get a... Get a <laughs> Maybe. A, a we'll portfolio, see. portfolio of property, that's, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll but, see, so... So I mean, like I said, like I said, Drew. I mean, it's been, it's been, it was like I said, it's been a whirlwind start, then followed by a little bit of a knockback last season. Yeah. And there's no doubt it was. I mean, you've admitted that. It's sort of um, so. So you're feeling good. You're feeling good. Australia done you good. Yeah, I think so. And I'm working harder than ever at the moment. I'm in the gym twice a day, every morning, and usually every evening. So yeah, feeling good. Australia was definitely a big confidence boost for me. I did better than what I thought I was. What. Not that I thought I was going to do, but I did better than I think what most people thought I was going to do. And yeah, just feeling good. Season's coming around quick, to be honest, a bit, bit quicker than what I thought it was going to do, but I hadn't even you know, got my bikes finished yet. So Your bikes are all back from. Did you have the tight bikes? Obviously, you took bikes to Australia. Well, I, I took one out there, but. Um, it's not back yet. It's, well, it's for sale out there. Ah. So 
for anyone's in Australia as well wants to well the podcast goes everywhere <laughs> true there's, there's no the podcast go, you're, so not, you're doing very well you've flogged your online stuff yeah. now you're flogging your bike in Australia yeah, well, fair play to you you've got entrepreneur written all over you not bad is it so uh, <laughs> but yes yeah, so I left that one out there um, and obviously if no one wants it then maybe I've got that bike out there for next year so we'll have to see um, as I say yeah feeling good for the season and just can't sort of wait for it to begin now Exactly. Well, look. I mean, you've had some riding. You're riding in England already. Obviously, you've had plenty of um, you've had plenty of, of, of experience in England, rising tracks. A few of your favourite tracks already. I know you're only young, got loads to go, but it must be is there one or two tracks you enjoy going to already? Yeah, Peterborough. If someone asks me, that's always my favourite track. It just you know, it's just such a nice track to ride. It's a bigger track, as I said earlier, was is my sort of track. So to go there is you know brilliant and um, Bellevue. That's another one that I enjoy. I was perfectly prepared. You always know what you're going to get. And I've got to say, Ipswich, you know, it's my home track, yeah. isn't it? So if you can get around there, then, yeah, it's one of the toughest track, tracks in the country, yeah. I'd say. So if you can get around there, then, you know, you can make that your track to own. So I mean, um, it's yeah. rather interesting talking to you because you, you know, talk about favourite track stuff, you announce Bellevue's and Piv, and yet you ride for Mildenhall, who did do for me, you ride for Eastbourne. Yeah. I mean, I know Sheffield was big, but I mean, you, you like we spoke before, you go for the, you go for the small tracks as well. Yeah, as I say, because I, I don't like the small tracks, I, I feel awkward on them, and I just don't think I ride them as well as what I could do. So, um, as I say, a year on the tighter track this year, I think will help me relax a little bit more on the smaller tracks. And then, as I say, next year, we can look to, to ride the big tracks every week and, yeah, just to, to ride the tracks that I know I can ride well. And, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, aren't we? Mm. And ultimately, as you said, world champion one day, be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's the, that's the ultimate game, yeah. uh, ultimate aim, should I say. Mark Lorem's done it. He, mm. He's from around here, so if he can do it, then I'm uh, certain that I can. Yeah. Good man. Well, if you are world champion, I assume when I knock on your door next time I do a podcast, you will invite me in or you'll I'll slam it. I'll say, sorry, my friend, I haven't got time for you with this. <laughs> of course. So, um, yeah, that's the, uh, give it uh, 10 or so years. We should be hopefully up there. Drew, look, it's been lovely to talk to you, my friend. I mean, I know it's, you know, it's, it's, it's people don't realise podcasts are not always the easiest things to do because you've got to sit there and just chat away and you're yeah, only 17 years old. You've been absolutely brilliant. Um, you've got a very mature head on your shoulders, which is fantastic. And um, I know a lot of people have huge potential for you. And, um, and well, um, it's been great to catch up with you, Drew. Um, and uh, good luck for the season ahead. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers.